is Lorelia Brown Phillips. Welcome to another episode of the Never Lose a Deal podcast. Okay, one day I am going to get this correct. Anywho, today I am going to talk about the topic is going to be I was just recently reading an article last week with Yahoo Finance, $1 trillion in credit card debt. So today I am going to talk about that on the podcast. If you're watching me on YouTube, hello YouTube, but as always, you can find um, these episodes on any of your favorite podcasting apps. So let's dive deep into it. So if you're not familiar with me, I talk a lot about credit. I talk about personal credit, business credit, and how to leverage it in real estate. And so when you see a title that says $1 trillion, not million, not billion, but $1 trillion in credit card debt. One may say, okay, Lorelia, is this the time when you tuck your head in the sand? And that is what I'm going to talk about today because the reason why I'm going to talk about it is because over the weekend, I did a live workshop and the live workshop talked about how to access and create your own six-figure funding plan to leverage in real estate. And so when you think about, okay, Lorelia, literally you just said that we have $1 trillion in credit card debt here in the U.S., how can you actually feel okay talking about accessing credit or capital in this type of market? Well, the reason why I can feel comfortable about talking about this topic is one, if you've heard me once, you may have heard me twice. As always, it is never from a place of being very sensationalized. And so now is the time. There are videos that I did back in 2021, 2022, when I said that the days of trying to trick the system, get some quick credit card money, and think you're going to be a instant millionaire those strategies are only going to have a very short span of life. And so clearly at a trillion dollars, that has been proven. But I still stand on credit cards, access to capital is not going anywhere. That is why I tell people, be very careful of people who are telling you to not be a student of this industry. If you literally want to be able to be that person who can leverage credit or capital the proper way, I'm not talking about how to just 
trick the system, you know, uh, 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 you know, uh, grab, you know, big money grab, whatever, but truly be a student of understanding how to leverage credit and debt because it is a tool to build wealth. Very rare. There's, and once again, wealth is relative. No one can tell a person how much wealth they need to obtain, what they need to work towards, because at the end of the day, it is up to you. You have to decide on how you want to build wealth. But rarely, when you look at how wealth was created in this country, how it continues to be uh, 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 generated, built, or what have you, it is leveraging something. It is not the person's innate ability. Leveraging credit is just one tool. There's many other ways to leverage, but credit is one. And if you are interested in leveraging credit, because even with a trillion dollars in debt, I tell everybody, and I've said this numerous times on this topic, your ability to leverage credit, whether it's personal or business, is not a new concept. For many people, it may have been new to them in 2020 during the pandemic. And now everybody wants to be a business credit, business funding specialist. Many of those people will sizzle off as this, you know, as these trillion dollars grow into, I forget what's after trillion. I don't know if it's, I don't even know, the zillion, I don't even know. These people will, these people will, will drizzle off. They, they will fade off. They're kind of fading off already. Um, because it's kind of hard to teach people how to grab the bag or rob the bank when people are literally seeing, okay, uh, individuals are getting laid off. There's, um, unrest, you know, overseas. And then you have these news uh, topics that come in your timeline of all this debt. So like I said, those, those strategies will, will fizzle out. As I talk about this topic, I'm not going to come from an economic standpoint. I'm not, I'm not talking about GDP and the bonds and how it gets affected. That is something you need to do on your own. Like I said, if you, if you really want to learn how to leverage credit and be a student of this, learn from an economical standpoint here in the U.S. as well as overseas, how it affects the credit markets. But with that being said, going back to what I, I what I was um, originally talking about with the workshop that I talked about, how can I feel comfortable with still talking about the topic of credit? The reason why I can feel comfortable is because my stand in what I teach is principle-based. It may be corny, it may be simple, but it is something that you can always apply because the two things still stand. 
I've said it in the last video, wasn't a very popular video when I said business funding and business credit's not going to fix a broke business. And what that means in simple translation, the one thing that I always teach my clients is that if you're looking to leverage credit, you need, especially now in this time, you need to know your real estate asset class cold. And I mean, when I say understand it, I don't mean you saw some guru or some influencer who told you that this area of real estate is where is that? Find an area that you are willing to stick with in these downtimes. So when these times are over, you can literally capitalize. And as simple as that sounds, it's going to be very hard for a lot of people because we live in a microwave society. People want it now. We saw that during 2020. People thought business funding and business credit was this magic money that if you get one particular credit card, you're going to be a, a millionaire. And so when a person says, well, how can you still talk about business funding in a, in, in a, in a time like this with $1 trillion of credit card debt is because I've told people many times, I'm not just doing one play. 90% of the people who are on the internet talking about business credit, business funding, they only have one play. And that one play is credit cards. That's as far as they can go. They can't take a person nowhere beyond credit cards, which is why they entice you and they influence you and say, no tax returns, no financial statements, no this, no that, because they know as you move, or they may not even know, I may be giving them too much credit. As you move up <laughs> the, the capital stack of funding, there are things you're going to need. So even with, 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 with what I teach people and how I help them, the credit cards are the lowest part of the capital stack that I help people with. That's why I said all credit professionals, all business funding professionals are not created equal. They got one play, credit cards. And then anything beyond that, what they're going to tell you is that they have partners that they can plug you into. And literally, it's probably just as one partner. There's one or two partners that they've built a relationship with. What a lot of people don't know is for myself, I work as a broker. So I have many other relationships besides that one or that two affiliate uh, relationship that most of these business credit people have. So a lot of stuff that, that I'm able to get access to in terms of lending products are beyond just credit cards. And so an example of that would be, if I'm talking to, primarily on this YouTube channel, I talk about leveraging credit on it for, uh, for real estate professionals, real estate investors. But outside of this, 
I'm talking to other professionals. So if I'm talking to a doctor who has a medical office and he or she is looking to expand, it could be a medical group. You literally think I'm going to go in there talking about a credit card play and net 30 trade lines? No. That particular person is looking for what type of financing plan can they put in place to get them to their goal? So individuals like that, they're not worrying about $1 trillion in credit card debt because there are business owners who are not going to put out their hard, cold cash or their business liquidity to be able to expand. They're not going to do it. So there's a small segment of individuals who the credit cards will cripple them. Very small segment. That doesn't make up, and I'm going to talk about the U.S. as a whole, very small segment. And so that's why this podcast today is to really address if you're part of that small sub subset where credit cards trigger you, well, one, you shouldn't have even been talking, even considering leveraging credit. But if credit cards are a trigger to you, understand how they work in the economic scheme of when the economy is at its best and when it's at its low. And if you're looking to pair it with real estate, you need to know that real estate asset class code. And I'm not talking about the individuals who are saying, well, if I can get some funding, I can invest in real estate because that already shows that individual doesn't know anything about their asset class. They don't even know how to generate profits in that real estate asset class. They don't, they don't understand if cap rates affect what it is that they're doing. They don't understand cash on cash return. They don't understand um, the, the, the return on investment for that particular asset class. They don't know anything. All they're doing is um, buying in to the hype of what some expert or influencer is doing for themselves and they like the idea of it. And in, and in, in this economy, now is not the time to be swayed by sensationalism. I'm telling you, if you are swayed by sensationalism, you are going <laughs> to have the rug pulled under you. And I'm not a doom and gloom person, but in the scheme of what is going on, that is why for myself, I still I'm going to still talk about this topic because I do know that there's only a small subset of people where the whole credit card conversation makes them uncomfortable. Very small segment. They are still individuals who are looking to climb up the, the capital stack that I'm able to help them with. And they're willing to get access to capital financing, funding beyond just credit cards. So that's why 
$1 trillion in credit card debt only makes the credit professional nervous if that's their only play. If, that, if that's their only tool in their toolbox is to teach you how to falsify your personal credit in order to raise your credit score and now get some business credit that they're calling funding, but it really is just credit cards. And that's going to make them feel uncomfortable because there's only one tool. So that's why over the weekend, wasn't a, a big group. It was a very small, intimate group. I prefer small groups because it allows me to work with people on a, a deeper level and to help them get the results they want. I'm not interested in sensationalizing what could happen. Oh, that's why if you saw the website for the event, I didn't talk about any sensationalized dogma with credit. There, there's no discussion of a secret lenders list. We're not doing no rob the bank strategies. We're not trying to figure out what credit bureau you need to know what credit card company is going to pull from. It's principle-based information. Because when you know the principles of financing, credit, how your business sh should be structured, your business having financials, income, your personal credit, it's a combination of many things. It's not just one thing what you're looking to do, the timeline that you want to do it. It's not just one thing. It's not just a secret lenders list. It's not just a credit bureau. It is a collection of things. And so what are you going to do? $1 trillion and credit card debt, how does that make you feel? Does that trigger you? Is this the time that you put your head in the sand? Many people will. But I'm not here to persuade you to not feel a certain way. But what I will tell you, many people have, I've said to, I've had people prospects say to me, I'm not looking for information. I don't want information. I've heard experts say, Oh, they're just teaching you theory. It's just theory. Hey, let me tell you something. Applied theory will outrun a play any day. Now is the time to be a student. If you have never been a student any other time, hunker down and be a student. Anyone who's telling you that being a student or things of theory, or you know, you not wanting to learn is just information. All I can say, I hope you run from that. Because most people want to keep you deaf, dumb, and blind. It is what it is. Financial ignorance is a billion dollar industry. And that's all across the board. I'm not just talking about in the, the little, you know, online space of YouTube and social media. I'm talking about corporations. Corporations make billions 
on the deaf, dumb, and blind. You decide. You decide where you want to lie, where you want to place yourself in this economic conundrum. Because I said it last year, many people are going to fizzle off. They'll have a new play to teach you. It won't be the business credit play. It won't be leveraging real estate play. It'll be another play in about five or seven years. They'll come back on the scene when things can change. Um, but my thing is this, I went through 2008. Anyone ever knows my story? I talk about 2008 is when I got my first one in real estate. So whereas other people were running away from real estate and talking about their hardship, this is when I ran in. So my best times as being a business owner has when been when there's economic doom and gloom. In 2008, during the pandemic, um, and as well as I know now, because things are always in economic cycles. So that's really all I have to say about the $1 trillion um, in credit card debt. Like I said, I wasn't taking it from the standpoint of, you know, uh, the GDP and, and the bonds and, you know, the 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 unrest in the overseas, pretty much talking about in terms of your own sphere of finances, personal finances, business finances. How does that $1 trillion in, in, in credit card debt make you feel? Is that a trigger? or it's not a trigger? Do you see it as an opportunity? And so that is primarily what I talked about over the weekend is that it is a big opportunity for many individuals. Those who really understand, especially with real estate, if you know your asset class, meaning you know it, not know you, you, and, you know, you just listen to some uh, live streams and you've attended some webinars. I'm talking about you're an investor in that asset class, you've made the investments, you've had some highs, you've had some lows. Once again, the funding is just a tool of that. The funding is not that, it's just a tool of it. And so when you have a person who understands their asset class, they've invested in that real estate asset class, they know the highs, they know the lows, they've had some wins, they've had some losses. Now they can pretty much figure out how funding can help them enhance what they're doing. It's not to be all to do all, you know? So be very careful if you're leveraging credit, because I know your guru isn't going to tell you this. Be very careful with leveraging credit and you're putting it into an asset class that you have never invested in. I've said this so many times before. Why? Because you are straddling, you're spinning two plates, your 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 expert or your influencer is not going to tell you. You got to spin the plate of being able to manage debt because many people have not built that muscle. They've never had that much money in their life, whether it was credit, whether it was uh, income or what have you. So you managing that, and then you're also trying to manage. And that real estate asset classes you've never invested in. You don't know the highs, the lows, the wins, the what's, nothing. Be very careful, especially in this market, because you will get, 
your rug pulled up from under you. And like I said, this is not to give you no doom and gloom, but it's to give you perspective. Because I understand there's a group of individuals who like, I don't want to learn no information. Don't give me no information. That's your theory. Okay, good luck. Let, let's, let, let's see where you end up with, you know, with, with just the plays. <laughs> You know, let let let's see how you you know how how to you know how to run the plays gonna go in the next couple of months and year from now. So once again, this is Larelia. As always, if you're watching here on YouTube, the links will be below this video. You can always find me at www.neverloseadeal.com. Also, if you're listening on the different podcasting apps. Um, in the show notes, there will be links under this video. And as always, looking forward to talking to you in the next podcast episode. Thank you and have a good day. Bye-bye.